I was going to say that I've been really into jokes about emails lately. Oh, like when the email finds you well? Yeah, but just like any anything about emails. Like I have been finding jokes with the topic of just emails. Very fascinating. I mean, There's one I just saw that was like, I hope this email finds you before I do. <laughs> it's a good one. Why, why is that so funny? I love uh, it, especially wanna... since it's not like email has necessarily increased in use for any reason recently. Um, I think what's happening is I'm becoming an adult, and so now these email jokes are funny to me. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> call, called becoming a boomer. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, don't say that to me. Wow. Um, do we want to talk about like why why we've um, done a podcast a week later? What are you <laughs> like, talking about? What? Oh, what? <laughs> We didn't try to do this last week. Uh, no, uh, we're perfect and we never fail or mess up ever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, first. we just, we had like just a whole cluster of like, it's my finals. Um, technology mm-hmm. was going haywire. Uh, Neither of it te- our technologies were working. It was a all. nightmare. Uh, the internet we both was trash. A, yeah, we were both in a very particular state of mind that didn't lend itself to being... <laughs> productive and yeah and we recorded for like 30 minutes and then it cut the internet cut out and we were just like i'm done i'm done yeah and it wasn't like going well either like we're we're not always the worst yeah yeah it was part of it was that any joke that you said i didn't hear it at Mm -hmm. all um but also part of it was like any joke i said as i was saying it i was like this isn't funny and i thought it's not about emails It didn't matter because we couldn't hear each other. A nightmare. So, now that we have gotten past that Friday the 13th, whatever it was, type type beat, um, we are back and we are here to entertain you. In this completely normal, non-upsetting or stressful time. Everything is normal. Everything is as it always has been. (laughs) Things are all going according to plan. Everything. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm excited because by the time this episode goes out, I will be done with my first year of law school, homie. Oh my goodness, you're right. Isn't that nuts? Congratulations. I sent you a card already. I know, it's precious. (laughs) Sarah sent me a card with uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg on it that said, Congrats on a supreme effort. It's so good. (laughs) It also came Um, with tons of stickers, which you mm -hmm. can get one if you um, become a Spider fan on patreon.com. Patreon.com. Yeah, I realized in a recent episode that I gave the incorrect patreon like url for our patreon <laughs> oh good my bad um if you go to patreon.com forward slash cinema rolls that's not us um <laughs> we're cinema rolls pod and yes, you can find all the good unity. stuff there yeah we have plenty of stickers to mail out now if you want um a nifty little cinema roll sticker yeah they're real Promise cute I'll we got logo ones mail. we got yeah. We got the simple, um, like the little, the actual cinema roll. Yeah. Ones. There's, there's yeah. the album cover one and the logo one is what I would say. 
Right, yeah. There's, the there's like, the one that you yes. see when you listen to us on Spotify, mm-hmm. and then there's the little cinema roll itself. Right, yes. We have yes, both yes, of yes. those. Yes, we've got those. They're the cutest stickers ever. I'm not even going to lie. They're great. Mm-hmm. They look great on a water bottle. They look great on a laptop. They I have look two great on my on water bottle car. that I'm looking at right now. What else can you put a sticker on? Like a guitar case, <laughs> I guess. If people still do that. I used to do that. I had a My Chemical Romance sticker. I guess sticker. I do too. And a Dead Mouse sticker on my guitar of case. Of course. I'm not surprised. I have stickers on my guitar case too. I have a 21 Pilot sticker on my guitar case. That's, mm. yep. <laughs> You know, I started getting into Lil Peep during quarantine. I know this isn't a music yep. podcast, um, <laughs> but his music is actually fantastic, be. and like it's pretty sad that he died so young. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I realized that like the transition from liking Paramore to liking Twenty One <laughs> Pilots to liking Lil Peep is a straight mm-hmm. line. Right, you haven't changed at it's, all. It is a straight line. I mean, that's just that's in different iterations, emo rap skinny white boy pop type beat or hip-hop yeah. type beat is like my jam yeah and that's why i love you that's okay yep. I'm, you know yourself I meanwhile do. i've just been a fan of taylor swift since i was in middle school that's, hey that's, that's valid it. it's and it's a personality straight. trait you're right and i'm fine with it mm-hmm. <laughs> let people love what they love you know so what are we talking about this week um, Do we know? We're talking about everything and anything. Um, because uh, we <laughs> we attempted to talk about some of these things last week, but it just didn't work at all. Um, we're going to talk about it again this week. And you know what? And it's not even going to be a matter of like repeating the same jokes, because I promise you I can't remember any of my no, jokes. And also either. I didn't hear any of yours. So this is right. all... This is fresh. The, just like the first time. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, And so we basically just reached out, asked if any of our listeners had any questions. And true to form, some of them are great and really insightful and thought came from Joe Blackstock. (laughs) That's usually how it goes here on uh, Cinema (laughs) Rolls, in case you're new here. We love you, Um, Joe. Everybody else acts according to plan, and then Joe comes in and messes it all up. So... Why don't we just kick it off with <laughs> with Joe's question for us? Yes, I'm ready. Why not? Joe would like for us to rank all of the Resident Evil movies. Okay, so again... <laughs> of I, which I've seen none. <laughs> I, I literally can't remember. So Resident Evil and uh, Underworld are the same in my brain. Okay. There's literally no difference. Is Underworld vampires? I think vampires and werewolves. And okay. was it Mila is, is Jovovich, Resident... or is that one Kate no, Beckinsale? No, it's Kate Beckinsale. Jeez. That one is... I No, 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 no. Actually, wait. Hmm. We, I, we... Okay, I didn't realize that I had those two franchises mixed up in my head until you did this, and now yeah. I'm doubting myself. I Because I've seen an Underworld movie, and I have not seen a Resident Evil movie. Okay. I Underworld don't know the difference. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Okay. So this yes. is Mila Jovovich. Resident yes. Evil is both of whom do not age. Yes, so. and they're like they're like they're eternally. I would say like twenty seven year old, which yeah. is not 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 a compliment. That's like your pride. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're they're like eternally twenty seven year old brunette women. I mean, and it's the, pretty the hard for me to. Part is that like 
I have mentioned Kate Beckinsale's Instagram on our podcast at least three other times yeah. before this right now. Like, I am a walking Kate Beckinsale Instagram billboard, um, <laughs> which is not the Resident Evil movies, <laughs> which is not what we're anyway, talking about. so how many Resident Evil movies are there? I would like to know. Can I guess? I'm going to guess seven. I'm going to guess six. I'll, I'll undercut you. I'll do The Price is Right. Okay. Um, I might also, like, just subconsciously... Like, rem- okay. Resident Evil, the final chapter, I'm assuming, is the final one. Uh, wouldn't you think? Uh, yeah, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes! Dang it! Fuck it! Wait, but wait, there's a, there's another one coming out. <laughs> Sorry. I, so, currently. We can't rank the one that's coming yeah. out. Um, you're right, you're right. So you're right. I'm gonna rank them based on her fits on these posters Oh, that's um, such a good ranking. So I'm going to go Extinction first, then Retribution, mm-hmm. then the final chapter, then Afterlife Apocalypse and Resident Evil, because that first fit because is of the posters, yeah. horrible. Incredible. Um, th- this is um, so good on our audio form of uh, entertainment. But yes. You yeah, there you go, Joe. Um, I would like to rank them based on the titles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that... Um, at dead last is like the final chapter because if you name anything the final chapter and then you decide to have a reboot later like don't do that yeah um so the final chapter as a title is last um i also i don't love like extinction like i don't know what's going on in that movie but like that seems dramatic um afterlife probably um comes next you know seems a little vague a little generic um apocalypse Probably next, um, because what's an apocalypse? I don't know. Couldn't yeah, X-Men Apocalypse wasn't um, good. Right. And then retribution, I love as a word. So That's that might come word. in second place. Retribution is like, if a movie comes out and it's like Resident Evil, retribution? Cool. No, I like um, it. And then I just, I love like a solid, like the original title. So I'll put like the first one. Yeah, from a branding Resident standpoint, Evil. that's so concise yeah. and clean. Of course, yeah. So like, that's my And if you put a P on, on the titles. front... It's President Evil, which mm. is who lives in the White House right now. What? President Evil Apocalypse. President Evil Extinction. President <laughs> Evil Afterlife. President Evil Retribution. I don't know what you're talking about, Sarah. Things aren't that President bad right now. Evil. Nothing is happening. <laughs> you're right. Nothing's happening. You know what? Um, I'm just exclusively talking about our president as a human. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with with no other outside. Because you know, everything's normal. Everything's so. fine. Right. It's fine. Um, so there you are, Joe. Uh, you're welcome. We haven't seen any of them, but maybe we will now. <laughs> maybe we will. Um, yeah, this is all that I needed in, <laughs> to inspire me to watch all of the Resident Evil movies. Um, it's I not like we have more time. had been titled like world. this. Oh, Twilight. I mean, Afterlife. That Just been kidding. So stupid, it's... but also great. <laughs> yeah. um, Incredible. Um. It always comes back to Twilight, which I love about us. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, on to a more insightful. Not that Joe's question. I'm so sorry, Joe. Um, <laughs> not no, I want to insult him. Actually, your question insightful. was not insightful, and <laughs> I'll fight you. Um, so Abby would like for us to construct our dream movie. So dream cast, director, genre, costume designer, soundtrack, producer. 
who would be cast just like what is the movie that you would create that'd be like all right there is this would be made for me 100 percent um so mine would have to be a scary movie right yeah i'm i'm thinking ari aster horror (laughs) but it's two hours long flat (laughs) right um and it's got florence timmy saoirse the whole little a24 crew really (laughs) right Um, yeah i would have um yeah i do ari aster as director Maybe we'd pull in a little Jordan Peele for production and mm. writing. Ooh, uh, for Jordan Peele to produce? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it would probably be, like, slasher, but with way more depth. Like Ari yeah. Aster reinventing the slasher, but in a completely different right. way than Wes Craven. Like, he talks about, like... He, it's like the slasher, but he, like genre, but he still talks about like emotional distress and relationships between people. Yeah, relationships between teenagers. That's a great thing to right. explore. Uh, yeah. So that that would be my dream movie. And like when I think of dream movie, I think of the kind of stuff like Dune, where when I see a picture from it, I am like, mm. I can't breathe. I want this right now. Yeah, yeah, like I'm like I'm almost upset, but just like. In a way that yeah. it makes me feel so much. <laughs> and That's Dune, honestly... I literally can't watch the trailer because it makes me feel too much. <laughs> I like, I've seen Zendaya, I've seen Timmy, I have seen the pictures, and I am so thrilled, but I like can't watch the trailer. Yeah, is there a trailer out? I thought it was just first like, look photos. First look, whatever it was. There's yeah. like a little sneak yeah. peek thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I am also so excited about Dune, but I understand what you mean, where it's like, for me, that was Little Women all of yeah, the yeah. past, like, five years. <laughs> your dream, your dream uh, movie. But what's right. your... I think it, it was already made, Little yeah. Women. Um, no, mine would obviously be a 90-minute uh, coming-of-age uh, mm-hmm. comedy, but one that'll make you cry, you know, like a sad, funny moment. Yes. Um, and then, um, I'm not sure 100% who would be in the cast all i know is that allison jones would cast the movie Mm -hmm. uh and would know exactly who to put in there um for those of you don't know i fangirl over casting directors which is something the academy doesn't do um (laughs) or recognize in any uh extent whatsoever and allison jones uh casting director of things like book smart ladybird scott pilgrim she's incredible uh what else bridesmaids uh the office as a tv show just you know perfect the best casting director so all my trust is in her um i think i would want lulu wong to direct you know Mm -hmm. or maybe like a lulu and greta co-direct situation oh my goodness yep um and let's see um you know i love i love a good like I love a good movie soundtrack where it's just like one person throughout the whole um like not even necessarily like the score but just like one person who even curates Mm -hmm. the soundtrack to it um and so Yonzi who did the soundtracks for How to Train Your Dragon and okay we bought a zoo would just like direct the heck out of that soundtrack um (laughs) I and that's my that's my perfect movie. I, that's, that would be I good. just need there's like there's got to be like a like a funny teacher in there somewhere, yeah. you know, as a character because 
why not? It's coming of age. Played by whom? Um, I know that you said you just picked a casting ooh. director, but pick a pick a person. Who would I want to be a funny teacher? I'm trying to think of like. <laughs> I loved like Woody Harrelson who... <laughs> in Edge of Seventeen. Uh, I was just thinking that Woody Harrelson's like a, a good one, and then so is like you know Tina Fey in Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, solid funny teacher choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I'm thinking of. Um, what if just Kate Beckinsale? Oh my God. Kate Beckinsale, funny teacher, let's go. Sure. She would actually be perfect now that I think about it. And now I want this movie to happen. A24, give me a call. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do this. We can. I love it. Or Adam Sandler. <laughs> Honestly, a vibe. Adam Sandler, funny teacher in a coming of age. Yeah. With good writing. I can see it. I can see it. Yes. Yes. Incredible. Um, speaking of just soundtracks, which is what I was speaking of, because this is this is a, a movie podcast now. You you started it and now we're here. A music podcast, you mean? A movie, a music pod. Sorry, this was I guess already. This is a movie, a movie podcast. podcast now. For a while there, it was a goat milk podcast, but we're past that. When did that happen? Oh, what? No, I'm just like. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on, because I've had conversations. Sorry, this is a complete tangent. Um, So, you know, I work in a coffee shop. And Mm -hmm. as much as I say this all the time, I'm sure you haven't heard that. Um, And we have oat milk as a milk alternative. And I cannot explain to you. We know about your oat milk obsession. Yeah, I can't explain to you how many times though a customer is like, what are your, you know, milk, your dairy-free, you know, milk options, and I'll list, you know, coconut milk and oat milk, and how many customers go, goat milk! <laughs> that's so every time I, Indiana. Like, no, I'm like, that's not, that's not what I, why would you think I said that? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said that. That has dairy in it, you idiot. Would it, I mean, I guess like a, like a, it's still an animal for sure. Yeah, yeah. Goats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of music, <laughs> um, our dear friend Kyle would like to know about our favorite music moments in movies. Can be a needle drop, can be a soundtrack, a score, just favorite music moments. Um, the moment where they're walking down, uh, I want to say, it's like somewhere in the fashion district in LA, um, in Bling Ring and Power by Kanye West plays. Oh, <laughs> It's a good one. Um, uh, remember when we did um, like a watch party for Bling Ring and then out of nowhere just like a Chris Brown song started playing and the whole chat was like, oh. Yeah, I do remember that. Ooh. And that's how I know we surround ourselves with the right people. Yep. No, but that's a great one. Uh, I love... It's a good soundtrack all around too. The moment that Envy start singing in Scott Pilgrim is so iconic. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. I mean, that's like the best, that to me, I would watch that scene 20 times. Like, I think like use of music in a movie that's up there. Yeah. hundred percent. And like baby driver. Yeah. Edgar Edgar Wright is fantastic with use of music. Um, which I really applaud because I think that's how I would be as a director. Like I wouldn't call it jukebox directing, but like, Mm. but just like the music is a character yeah 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 like they have they could have made eight tracks playlists you know what i'm saying Mm. like yeah yeah yeah. it's all a vibe that goes together (laughs) 
I love that, like, so what my favorite needle drop moment to no one's surprise is when Slip Away by Perfume Genius hits in Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that, like, even that whole soundtrack, because Olivia Wilde, um, before directing Booksmart, really just directed a lot of music videos mm-hmm. um, and did a really great job at it. But you can tell that that's just kind of how her brain works is like the music is tied to the project. Mm-hmm. And there's a Spotify playlist um, that's like the whole Booksmart playlist. It has like all the songs, but it also has some commentary from Olivia Wilde herself mm-hmm. talking about her choices with different songs and how they relate to the characters and just how they make her feel and also the conversations that she had with the artist where she's like hey can we please 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 use your song mm-hmm. um like she wrote a letter to Al- Alanis Morissette and was like I want to use your song can I use this mm-hmm. <laughs> like I love that so much me too um but yeah what a needle drop <sighs> that's still hit. like I rewatched Booksmart recently and every joke still lands. Every needle drops. That movie is so freaking good. Oh, it's so good. Remember that time? Hamlet, remember that time <laughs> when we posted our impressions of Molly and Amy when we were at the Overlook and Olivia mm-hmm. Wilde and Caitlin Deaver noticed us? I can't believe that actually happened. I have to, I look at that post a lot just to remind myself mm-hmm. that it happened. And then, like, Beanie retweeted it later on Twitter. Um, but, so like, good. that initial moment of, like, we were walking, like, through L.A. And all of a sudden, I was like. And it was like someone sent it Sarah. in the Booksmart group chat. Sarah. Like, because yeah. they both I was commented. Like, and I was right. peeing my pants. Right. And I was just like, you'll never get, you, you'll never, you'll, you, you, you'll never get it happen. And then we lost our minds in the middle of LA. Oh my goodness. So fun. Um, so, so yeah, book smart. Yeah. Um, other good soundtrack moments. Uh, um, I mentioned, obviously I mentioned Yonzi earlier because I love him and all of his work. And when he does another like great movie that has one person doing the whole, score soundtrack is secret life of walter mitty um with jose Mm -hmm. gonzalez that soundtrack slaps like i can just play that in the background and be perfectly happy oh also another good one that's like super creepy like i don't listen to it a lot but it's like very atmospheric is uh Mm -hmm. disaster pieces entire record they put out for it follows Ooh. All of the music from that you movie made me was watch that movie, yeah. By one artist, and it's like so good. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, I'm a fan of Nicholas Bertel's score for If Bill Street Could Talk. Um, mm-hmm. That did not get nearly the amount of award recognition that it deserved, mm-hmm. but whatever, it's fine. Um, I also rewatched recently. Annihilation, um, which it's been a while since we've talked about that movie on this here podcast, uh, still holds up, by the way. But do you remember that, like, the music for that in in this, like, super sci-fi world, um, it was just all, like, random little acoustic melodies Mm -hmm. throughout the movies? And in a movie where you would expect it to be a little bit more, like, synthy. It was just like acoustic guitar, and then at the very end, you know the the, yeah. the scene. Um, then it gets all synthy and just like creepy and scary. And 
And like, I thought about how after I first saw that movie, I did try to listen to the soundtrack and it it doesn't work as just something you listen to because Mm -hmm. you have like a really beautiful, like little guitar riff. And then the next second it's like nightmares. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's the pretty thing about Annihilation, I think, is it's like gorgeous, but awful. Yeah. Yes. 100%. It's very, like, it sits in that realm of, like, so, 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 so wrong, but also, yeah. like, just being beautiful. I love it. Um, and speaking of Annihilation with Oscar Isaac, Inside Lulin Davis, baby. Like, mm-hmm. I could just listen to that with T-Bone Burnett's um, <laughs> soundtrack doing. Um, you know what I accidentally did? I didn't realize that Inside Lulin Davis was free to just, like, stream on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I searched it, and I rented for 48 hours the Inside the Inside Lulin Davis concert experience. Oh. <laughs> That's not quite it. <laughs> no. So, like, I obviously watched Inside Lulin Davis for free, as I could have. Um, and then the next day I was like, well, I rented this thing. Yeah. I should just watch it. And so I like, like started playing it and it was like playing in the background as I was cooking some food. And then I was like, I can't do this because <laughs> I really love this soundtrack, but this isn't what I asked for. <laughs> oh my gosh. What, what is it even? It literally is just like various folk singers and T- and like led by T-Bone Burnett, who did the music for the movie, um, mm-hmm. just like on a stage playing some fiddles and some um, some guitars, some mandolins, and wow. just singing some Inside Lulin Davis tracks. You were probably like the only person who had ever rented that. And yeah. They were like, wow. Um, they like get like a notification that someone rented it, and they're like, oh, we're this back. is our moment. We're coming back. This is our time. Um, <laughs> music. <laughs> so yeah, music. Gotta love it. Music. Welcome to our music podcast we could have a music podcast let's be real yeah, but we, we aren't going to we're not maybe maybe for patreon one day one is enough <laughs> right we can't have more podcasts that wouldn't look good in my dating app bios <laughs> it's already embarrassing enough that i have that i have one <laughs> podcast in there um okay um sydney asked us a few questions Mm-hmm. Um, God bless her. Uh, she would like to know what our most embarrassing movie theater experiences are. Uh, hmm. this is actually a difficult one. It's tied between the time I threw up and then fell asleep during Toy Story <laughs> Four because I had had too okay. much popcorn. Oh yes, and your and you know your body can't handle. I have that stomach popcorn. problems. Yes. Um, yeah, so I threw up, and I was already not enjoying the movie, and then I <laughs> came back and felt so bad that I fell asleep, and that was super embarrassing, uh, just, like, for me as a person, okay. but I don't yeah. think anybody else was really affected by it. And then one time, I, like, grabbed some kids by the ear and walked up to their mom and was like, yo, your heathens were throwing popcorn at me during the Meg, and I'm going <laughs> to slit their throats in front of you if you don't discipline them. <laughs> They were ruining my experience of the classic movie, The Meg. I'm not sorry. I mean, it was a big deal. Yeah. I paid Was this in Arkansas? This was in Arkansas, right? Yeah, Yeah. and I paid, you know. Kids in Arkansas don't know how to act. I know. They're nasty little heathens. Disgusting. Yeah. I think sometimes about, like, 
movie theater experiences in Arkansas versus movie theater experiences literally anywhere else. And it's a completely different world. Like, there is no respect Mm -mm. in Arkansas for a movie theater. I sound like an old man. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so funny because, like, I remember growing up and, like, going to the theater with my friends. And I guess we could have been annoying, but Mm -hmm. I I thought we were always, like, respectful. But who's to say? I mean, I think Who's everybody is probably the worst when they're a child. Yeah. I mean, I knew 100%, like, looking back at least, um, that I was definitely a little heathen in, mm-hmm. in like, middle school going to movies. Like, in high school, it was a little more like, okay, like, I'm right. not, you know, an idiot. But, like, middle, middle school doesn't even exist in my brain dumb. anymore because it was so traumatic. I just <laughs> blocked it out. Yeah. When I want to remember middle school, I just watch eighth grade directed by Bo Burnham (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's it it's about it um I I think I have a thing wrong with me where like I don't really get embarrassed maybe I should um but I don't I haven't felt embarrassment in a long time um that being said my most uncomfortable movie theater experience was the time I went and saw No Strings Attached um Mm -hmm. starring Natalie Portman and uh um Ashton Kutcher uh, featuring Greta Gerwig, yeah. by the way, and Jake Johnson. Incredible. Um, but I watched it with... So, obviously, as we all know, the theme of the movie is that, like, Ashton Kutcher is like, I love you, and Natalie Portman is like, I don't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, like, falls in love with him or whatever. And in that time, I went and saw it with a boy who was trying to have a relationship and I said I don't want a relationship but we can go watch this movie as friends and we watch this movie also Natalie Portman's character name is Sarah and there's yeah and there are like some exact lines in the movie that I had said to him like I had had a conversation with him where like I don't like getting like flowers um and in the Mm -hmm. movie Natalie Portman's like don't give me flowers and so he gives her a bouquet of carrots And of course, like this boy was like, that's romantic. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> I don't want this. Um, and so after the movie, uh, I, he was just like, I kind of like feel the way that Ashton Kutcher. And I was like, I got to go. And I oh walked away gosh. and just drove off because I didn't know how to deal with my emotional conflicts at that time in my life. Did no it? strings attached. <laughs> Wait. Do other high schoolers know how to deal with their emotional no. distress in a mature um, way? No, that that is terrible, though. Um, there was one time that I was seeing Guardians of the Galaxy um, and was very mm-hmm. excited to see it, and this boy took me, and he tried to kiss, like, make out with me start yeah. when the movie started, and I was like, I literally said... I want to watch this movie. <laughs> I literally said, I really want to see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as you should. Um, I mean, I talked about this on the podcast before, and it was, again, not embarrassing, but my first solo movie theater experience was when I went and saw Leap Year with a boy, and he was like, hey, our friends are at Walmart, do you want to go walk around Walmart? And I was like, no, I want to watch the movie, and so I was like, if you want to go, you can go, so he went, (laughs) and that was my first solo movie experience. So, you know what? Small towns and movie theaters, when there's nothing else to do. Yeah. (laughs) If you take a girl to a movie, and she says she likes movies, she's not lying, and she wants to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. And she doesn't want to kiss your she stupid face. She wants to watch face. it. She wants to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, um, Sydney also wants to know what are the most cringe-worthy scenes that we have accidentally watched with our parents. 
Oh, geez. Um, I know. Hmm. This is hard because, like, I don't, one, I already don't watch a lot of movies with my parents that aren't, like, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and two, if there were, like, cringeworthy scenes, my parents would be like, close your eyes, or they'd, like, skip forward. forward. Like, yeah. I didn't know that there were boobies in Titanic until I was a full adult. Uh-huh. I had no idea. Huh. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, maybe we could tweak, because I'm trying right. to think. And I mean, like, my parents are just, yeah, they're the type of people that if a movie is, like, scandalous, we just don't go see yeah. it. Um, yeah. Sh- what was one? Oh, my I mom think... did take my sister to see We're the Millers when, um, <laughs> when Anna was in, like, sixth grade. <laughs> I wanted to okay. see The Conjuring. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was seeing The Conjuring with my friends, mm-hmm. and my mom and Anna also came to the movie and watched Where the Millers, and right. which, if you've ever seen the movie, is I one of my favorite. <laughs> I love that movie. It's I think so it fun. So funny. Um, it's but incredible. It is like I love my eyebrow king. Yes, we love Will Poulter. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, of course. And Emma Roberts and Jennifer Aniston and Jason Sudeikis. They're all. Right, yes. Just the best. And so... Jason Sagas is married to my favorite director, so good for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, that scene with... Uh, if, if you've seen it, there's a scene where Will Poulter gets bit on the balls by right. a tarantula. Iconic. And then you actually see them, like... Oh, I want to rewatch this movie now. I I need to rewatch it. And so, like, the thought of my sixth grade sister watching that in theaters with my mom. Yes. (laughs) Is so funny. Um, Yeah, so that's, I mean, I guess that's a good one, but that wasn't me in particular. I was, like, too busy peeing my pants over the conjuring. Right. And later that night, I went into Anna's room and was like, Anna, can I sleep in here? I'm really scared. And she was like, no. (laughs) she's like no i had a traumatic experience more traumatic than yours can you please come no i saw will poulter's giant tarantula bite balls so with mom so uh we all deserve it Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think that again like because i i just grew up in a very very sheltered home Mm -hmm. um and so there wasn't there wasn't a lot of like accidentally watching cringy scenes um unless like I mean, any, like, cringy scene that would have possibly... I mean, I guess Star Wars... No, again, still no. Yeah, I was, (laughs) like... Still nothing. Oh, we watched a lot of Jason Bourne. My mom is a big, big, big fan. Mine, (laughs) too. What is that about mom? Really? She... I don't know Moms love action movies. My mom loves action movies. My mom's favorite genre is action. Like, she does not want a Mm rom-com. She does not want a drama. She doesn't want, like, a funny comedy. Like, she needs action. Like, if people aren't having car chases through a busy street and shooting at each other, she doesn't want it. If there's not a fake death somewhere in the movie, she doesn't want it. Happy Mm -hmm. Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day while we're recording this. My mom loves, uh, she loves action movies. She would either like to watch an action movie or something that literally is, like, so uplifting, Hallmark mm. level, like, yeah. nothing bad happens to any of these characters. There's basically <laughs> right. no conflict. It's, there is no conflict. It's the, the plot line of the movie is, a, like, your music taste, a straight yeah. line. The other day yeah. she called me and was like, do not watch The Art of Racing in the Rain. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, I wasn't going to, um, but... But thank you, yeah. But why? And just curious. And she was like, uh, it is so 
sad. And I said, well, yeah, there's a dog. <laughs> it's I a figured, dog movie. I, I figured. It's dog, dog and there's died. rain. She's like, no, it's even more sad than that. Do not watch that movie. I was not a fan. I was like, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, my mom doesn't, my mom doesn't even like, like, feel good movies. <laughs> like, she literally is like, I want Jason Bourne and I want John Wick and I want Mission Impossible. No one talk to me. That's all I want. Um, and so there were definitely, I guess, some, some scenes in Jason Bourne, some steamy scenes. Yeah. I mean, I love, I like John Wick a lot because I think it's very artistically well done. Yeah. Um, I have never really had a taste for like the whole action movie, fighting movie type thing. Um, but I just rewatched, I hadn't watched Kill Bill for like ages, like probably Mm. since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just rewatched Kill Bill, um, volume one and two for the first time you in did. a long time. Oh my yeah. gosh. For my, uh, Quarantino, um, watch, which is <laughs> yes, yes, not course. based on any real current events. It's just a funny way to say Quarantino. No, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, um, so, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, rewatched it and I was like, oh, I think I love action movies if it's like a kick ass woman. Like, yeah. I don't think I like to watch, or I don't think I'm as big of a fan of, like, a rough and tumble bunch of dudes, like. Right. Like, beating the crap out of each other, but, like, mm-hmm. the bride, like, slashing through everyone is amazing. I love right. it. Right. Yeah, I really liked, uh, <laughs> okay, I was gonna, like, make a joke just then of, like, uh, like, just trying to think of, like, a movie with, like, a, like, an action movie with a female lead, and for some reason, the only thing that Resident could Evil. pop into my mind. No, I guess I could have thought of that. That was right there. Resident Evil and the other one, Underworld, were both right there. We just talked about them. But all I could think about was the remake of Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander. And <laughs> did you actually see that? <laughs> yes, I did. And I loved it. I didn't love it. I'm... The movie sucked. The movie was awful. That being said, Alicia carried that movie with all of her little might and strength, and she was given an awful script with awful direction and ridiculous editing, but she she was incredible. She said, okay? yes, I did, and I loved it. No, I didn't. The movie was bad. <laughs> I had a fun I, I, time in I the movie I forgot that that movie even happened, honestly. Like, yeah, you know what it did, and for for a long time, I didn't know why I loved it, and I was like, you know what, it's because she really carried that thing on her back, and she went, she yes and did the heck out of that script, mm-hmm. and it was great. It was a good time, and I stand by it. What was the question again? <laughs> Cringeworthy scenes with our parents. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I'm j- like, my mom think- used to skip... Uh, I'm thinking about like movies or movie scenes my parents used to skip every time. My mom used to skip the uh, the part where um, what's his name? Ah, oh, jeez. What movie? The guy who's Jurassic Park. The guy who's also in Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> I have a confession to make later. <laughs> Not you've on never the podcast. Never seen Seinfeld. Is that the confession? Okay. I haven't seen Jurassic Park since I was a tiny child, and oh. I cannot remember a single bit of that uh-huh. movie. Uh huh. But I have seen it. That's but okay. no, I also haven't not... seen Seinfeld. But there's a scene where the guy who's also in Seinfeld, whose name escapes me right now, okay, um, he he does the like, uh uh uh, you didn't say the magic word, and he goes to get like dinosaur eggs, and then he gets sp- his eyes spat in by a dinosaur. Uh-huh. 
And my mom thought that scene was super scary, and so she would always fast forward through it, which I think is really funny Ooh. because there's a lot of interesting. very scary scenes to a yeah. small child in Jurassic Park. <laughs> but that was the one that she was like, nope, too far. Dinosaur spitting in the dude's eyes. The evil guy's <laughs> eyes. Too far. I used to get really scared. There's a moment in Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, again, one of like the three movies that I watched with my parents, mm-hmm. um, where Bilbo's face goes scary. And it uh-huh. used to give me nightmares. And I used to ask my parents to skip through it. And then, and I'm not going to lie, even now whenever you watch it and as an adult, sometimes I skip through it. It's fine. Yeah, it's um, fine. I think any, uh, yeah. The just, mosquito scene yeah. in Jumanji used to really, really freak me out. Yeah. That is scary. That whole movie, I rewatched it. I mean, not recently. Like, you know, when the 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 rock one came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is scary. And I don't know why I wasn't more scared of it when I was younger. Oh, my it's gosh. It's a scary movie. The mosquito movie. scene freaked me out so bad. It's like, because spooky. mosquitoes are such a reality in my life. Um, in Arkansas, Arkansas, they were. Um, yeah, I get it. And so I was just like, oh, gosh, they're just big mosquitoes. Wow, remember, I forgot about mosquitoes. Wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's cringeworthy scenes. I think just any, not even, like, just any time we're watching a movie and the movie, like, my father thinks that it's making a political statement. Like, that's the cringeworthy <laughs> scenes that we watch. <laughs> that's what, that's what that is. Unexpected um, boobs me, is always not, like, like unwelcome <laughs> with my parents. Um, what a... Can you imagine starting a band and calling it Unexpected Boobs? Oh, new band name. Call it. Um, what a band name. Wow. No, Unexpected one time. Boobs. Oh, this is a good story. One time, uh, my mom, when I was like 12, she bought 16 Candles, which is rated right. PG. Right. Different rating scale back then. Blows my mind. That movie Completely is not different. PG. Right. Um, but... My mom bought it at Walmart in the bargain bin and was like, oh my gosh, I love this movie so much. Like, let's watch it. And so we go home and uh, the first, like in the first two minutes of the movie, she goes, I can't believe it. They forgot my effing birthday. And mom was like, ah. I forgot. You know, the last time I watched this, I was not a parent. And I was like. Okay. (laughs) I feel, so literally, okay, so this is not quite the same. But you know when you like. I'm sure parents experience this where they're watch they watch movies, you know, younger mm-hmm. and then they're trying to show it to their kids and they're like, Oh well, I forgot. Um, I experienced this as not a parent when I showed the sandlot to a group of middle schoolers. Oh. Which like in my brain, I hadn't seen that since I was younger, and I was like, Oh, a fun fun little friend Family movies. Movie. Yeah, and it's also rated PG, I think. Yeah. And like it's the, the sandlot. Come on. But then there's that whole scene with that lifeguard. Oh, and yeah. yeah, that whole scene where they're like just straight up just objectifying the heck out of her. Mm-hmm. And it was extremely uncomfortable to show that to a group of middle schoolers for a church youth group event. Oh, that's the problem. <laughs> I, it, I was like, it, I'm going to get fired. Yeah. Church youth group <laughs> event. That would be the. Yep. 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 Yikes. So that's my most cringeworthy scene. It was pretty <laughs> I was bad. the parent. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Sydney also wants to know. So she said, favorite summertime film. Take that however you want to. I am huh. taking it as like my favorite film about summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Kings of Summer. Oh. And it's, guys, talk about hidden gems. This mm-hmm. movie, I don't even. 
I should have done my research, maybe, to figure out how to suggest to people to watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has, so it has Moises Arias from Hannah Montana delivering the best performance from that year, by the way, just like in general. Mm-hmm. His performance, I praise it to the end of time. Nick Offerman is in it um, well, as like as like a kind father. Um, and uh, Nick Robinson from Love, Simon, Simon. Um, is in it, delivers a really great performance. Like, this movie is about summertime and friendship and growing up and just, like, childhood slash turning into adulthood slash not knowing what the heck to do with your life, but your friends are there and trying to get away from, like, parents and the world. And every time I watch it, it just makes me very happy. And it feels like summertime. Like I watch, mm-hmm. I can watch this movie in the dead of winter and be like, oh, I love summer. Even oh, though I hate summer. It's you my hate summer. Favorite season. I do. I hate summer, but I love Kings of Summer. So I dig. That is, that's my favorite summertime film. That's awesome. I, I would say mine is probably like either, um, I mean, I liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a lot. It had that vibe. Yeah. That, that summer vibe. That summer vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just really does make me want to, like, put on cute... Stand on a street corner with, like, with... a halter top and jean shorts asking yeah. for a ride somewhere. Yeah, asking if anybody <laughs> would like an acid dip cigarette. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it, do, it do be like that. No, the, the vibe is incredible. Um, and, and the fact that now I live in the place that that was filmed and like they were in my whole foods parking lot at one point and i was like i should not be asking myself like that anyway (laughs) it's okay um do you love it when like a movie is set where you live and you recognize Mm -hmm. things and you're just like hey i i know that no Um, my sister was totally like shut up when we were watching it uh like a couple (laughs) weeks ago i was like and that's that and that's that and that's that i have so here's a fun fun fact. There, the movie The Fault in Our Stars um, was a book first for those of you who don't know, <laughs> but it was set in Indianapolis where John Green lives. And that pivotal scene in the book, where it is, it takes place at a gas station mm-hmm. um, with a pack of cigarettes and in um, in Augustus's Are you really worried about car. Um, spoiling a movie that's been out for. Yeah, I just, you know, who knows? Some people might not have seen it. I just want to... It's a really sad scene. It um, is sad. That, that scene broke me. Yeah. Um, and the gas station that is mentioned in the novel is the gas station. Again, I don't think it mentions exactly in the novel, but, like, it's the gas station um, very close to where I live, where I go to get gas on my way to work. Wow. Um, and every time I drive by that gas station, I'm like that was a pivotal moment in um the fault in our stars love it and also just like various like scenes from the movie um i'm like oh indiana indianapolis i've been there wow um and so that's really fun yeah that's awesome i love summer Um, i'm a big summer gal yeah Um, the fault in our stars the most happy summertime movie there is (laughs) um i would say um let me see uh summer 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 um, also, 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I stretched before I made that reach. Um, 
I do love that movie though, but it is summer and and it's about time passing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sure. Um <laughs> Um no, yeah, I love uh well no. It's not summer. Sp- Spring Breakers is about spring. Um Yeah, it's about spring break. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, just uh, I, I love just summer. Friday the Thirteenth and mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. getting murdered in the summer, <laughs> <laughs> which is the worst time to get murdered because of the heat. Ugh. I mean, you're not using the body anymore after you're out of it, so I don't see the problem. Yeah, I mean, like for everyone else around them, but uh. not one. Do you know? Okay, I don't know if I've told you this before. Very, I because it's it is a thing I usually just keep in my brain. But here we are on our podcast with me telling this to a lot of people. Um, when I watch movies, a thing I do very often during any scene is I think I wonder what that smells like. <laughs> but just like in the world of the movie, yeah. and this works especially well when you're watching like sci-fi movies or like adventure movies. Like if you like watching yeah, Lord because of the those Rings. are smells technically outside yeah. of the human perception, right? The the fun thing is, like, I was doing a Lord of the Rings marathon with some friends um, before, well, I'm sorry, no, everything is normal, you know, but, like, just, you know, a few months ago. Yeah. Um, not that anything's changed since then, um, <laughs> but I was doing a Lord of the Rings marathon, and I, like, told them about this, and so throughout the movie, I'm like, like, imagine how it smells in this scene right now, and, like, it changes the entire movie experience. Do that next time you're watching a movie, just, like, I wonder what that smells like. Just, like, not... During Pitch Perfect in the puking scenes, or... <laughs> but that's what I'm saying! <laughs> like, can you imagine... Like, you don't have to worry about that usually when you're watching a movie. But if you add that to your movie-watching experience, ask yourself, I wonder what that smells like. It'll change your life. I'm telling you. I can think of so many movies I do not want to do that for. Like, you were just talking about, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, when he visits the the, the world of the oh, cult. The little ranch. Like, ima- they don't shower. No. Like... Imagine how that smelled in the world. <laughs> Have you seen Colorado? You haven't seen Colorado Space, which is a no. fantastic Nicolas Cage sci-fi nutcase movie that I cannot recommend mm-hmm. enough. Um, in that movie, the the meteor crashes, and um, Nicolas Cage the whole time keeps being like, "What is that smell?" And now that's all I can think about. I'm telling you, Midsummer. Another good one that mm-hmm. I have thought that through. During the entirety of Midsummer, I was like, I wonder what that smells like. Um, Probably pot and... Burning. Bodies. And <laughs> blood. Yes, good. Summer! Can you... Woohoo! Yeah, summer! <laughs> um, okay, so Leo wants to know, what are some movies that we love that are kind of like our pet films that like are all around underappreciated movies? Just like in the world Hmm, that is a good question that's such a good question Um, leo is good at questions i know leo's good at questions he should should we invite him on the podcast yeah done i'm surprised we haven't yet at leo hey leo you're invited (laughs) if you are listening yes um let me think um the nice guys yeah yep um I feel like that movie just has a consensus of it being an incredible film, and yet it feels like no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone who has seen that movie is like, this is great, but no one talks about it. Come on, guys, we should talk about the nice guys more. Is it the nice? It's nice guys. It's not the nice guys. I don't know. I think it's nice guys. 
<laughs> Who cares? Um, um, uh, one of those for I'm me... Only... Oh. No, sorry. Go ahead. Um, one of those for me that I might have mentioned on here before is this, like, really insane um, movie with, like, a killer cast. Uh, oh, it's a Steven Soderbergh movie. Um, okay. Called Side Effects. Okay. Uh, it's I've a psychological it, yes. thriller. It is so good. Channing Tatum gets murdered in the first, like, five minutes. As um, he should. I'm just kidding. That's not what I meant. I don't know why I said that. Channing Tatum, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice person. And I really loved uh, Step Up. <laughs> so sorry. She's the Man, one of my favorite movies. Oh one of my, my favorite God. underappreciated movies. Sorry, so, Channing. So that one is a Jeez. good psychological thriller. It's a real... Uh, sleeper hit like people did not really know about it i feel like but it's got jude law yeah. rooney mara Catherine zeta jones yeah i think i knew that wow it's, it's super good i would highly recommend um very gone I'm... girl vibes oh okay I'm thinking this just because our friend Zoe watched it recently um but she was watching Shakespeare in Love and mm-hmm. tweeting about it and it reminded me of how much I loved that movie when I first saw it and I think I saw it when it first came out but mm-hmm. I uh, a huge just full-on Shakespeare nerd like would nerd out over all the little like nods and references mm-hmm. like to be a Shakespeare nerd and to get excited about Shakespeare Easter eggs in a movie is just top-notch nerd uh, but I loved it yeah I know I loved it it it's incredible Mm -hmm. um and then when I started like learning about the world of film and I realized that other people did not like that movie and did not appreciate it winning best picture which I mean you know I get it I guess fair um I was shocked that year oh here I'll find out but um yeah, I just didn't understand because I loved it, didn't realize that other people only thought of it as like a, mm-hmm. like a maybe three out of five star movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. But I love it. Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, great. Um, so that uh, year, the Truman Show. Oh, it show, beat out Saving Private Ryan. It did. I think that's what people are really upset about is... But also, so, you know what's fun is when you start Shakespeare in Love, um, in, like, the people also ask thing Mm -hmm. of uh, Google, um, (laughs) it says, the first thing is, people also ask, did Shakespeare in Love deserve Best Picture? (laughs) Dang. Uh, Harsh. Yeah. Oh, it it beat Life is Beautiful, too, and... Yeah. It beat beat out... Yeah, and here's the thing. That's fine with me. It's a good movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so another... Um, I, like, have this weird attachment to, and, um, like, this surprising amount of early Aubrey Plaza movies that I have watched. Mm, um, right. And yeah. she is my, like, mom. Um, happy right. Mother's Day, Aubrey. Um, I'm kidding. Happy uh, Mother's Day just to her. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, I really love a ton of her early stuff. So, like, uh, I am such a big fan of Safety Not Guaranteed. Um, Mm. That is such a good movie, and it was directed by Colin Trevorrow, so I know that's surprising, but it is fantastic. Um, She was also in a movie called The To-Do List, which is, like, 
raunchy and hilarious and so good. Uh, I yeah. loved it when I was a kid. I haven't watched it in a long time. It's probably not as good as I remember. But when I was a kid, I loved that movie so much. Um, and then um, when I say a kid, I mean like high school. Right. Anyway. Um, and then Life After Beth is another one that's so good. I keep meaning to watch that one. I keep seeing it um, it's, in it's my canopy suggestions. Um, it's hilarious. We all know how I feel about serendipity. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love an underappreciated movie. Thanks, Leo. Yeah, thanks. Come, come on the podcast soon. Do it. Please. I'll probably also just ask him, just as a person. um so the last thing that i want to wrap this up with not a question so much as just um which i don't know why uh this person would say this because everything is normal and Mm -hmm. nothing is different but what i said was um when i asked for questions just like i asked people what they would like to hear from us too Mm -hmm. and our friend keith said i just want to hear that it's all gonna be okay and we don't know what you're referring to, yeah. <laughs> but but it is but yeah, all gonna it, be okay. It is gonna be okay, <laughs> and I know that life in general, um, right, often feels like you're staring into the abyss, but you're not alone. Um, yeah, and everyone is likely feeling similarly to you for some reason. I don't know why. We're in this normal world. Um, situation that we're living in but it is gonna it's gonna i i don't know why i'm guaranteeing this but it'll be okay yeah i I, for again for no reason i i have a sign on my window that says we're all gonna be okay comma maybe mm -hmm. and that's how i feel just in general for no reason right generally yeah so yeah thank you guys for your questions thank you those are so fun thank you you to all of you except joe um we had a good time (laughs) Um, Joe, let me know where I can stream Resident Evil, and I got you, dude. The <laughs> second I'm done with law school finals, which is by the time this is posted, woohoo! Yeah, I will do a marathon of Resident yes. Evil movies. Um, you can do that. You can just tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll do a, a bonus uh, episode. Who knows? I'll put some um, on Patreon. No guarantees. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/cinemarolls/pod. Um, okay, so we're gonna do a BuzzFeed quiz. Um, and, you know, just because we're curious about things and we're, what, like five months into this year, we just, we're going to take a quiz called How Will 2020 Go For You based on this quiz. And I, (laughs) I bet it's a good, nothing's really happened this year, so (laughs) I bet it's a good predictor. Yeah, it's been a pretty, like, this quiz was created December 28th, 2019, Um, And the thing is, is, like, I feel like the past few months have been pretty boring and, like, nothing's really changed in my life. Right. Um, Nothing big is going on. So, like, I feel like now's the time to see what's going to happen for the rest of the year, you know? Mm -hmm. Now's the time. This uneventful year. Yeah. So, do you have the quiz? Oh. Yes. Okay. All right. So... We're going to figure out how 2020 will go for us based on this quiz. Mm -hmm. And I love that the description under the title just says, pretty accurate. (laughs) For no other reason. I don't know why. Um, Okay. So how was 2019 for you? Boring? Pretty good? It all went downhill? Or meh? It was so good. 
I think, honestly, for me, I graduated. it was pretty good. I mean, uh, there were some really low lows, but right. I graduated college. Yes. Yeah. I moved to LA. LA girl. I did a lot yeah. of good stuff. That was a good year. You did. I left a job I hated, started a job I loved, and spent a lot of time with my friends and saw you for the first time in like three years. Yeah, it was good. It was a good year. It was a good year. Um, which picture speaks to you the most? Um, I love it when we do visuals on our audio mm-hmm. podcast. So good. Um, we've got like a the New York skyline. We've got some water with rain hitting mm-hmm. it. Um, like a like a family portrait in front of a sunset on the beach that looks like a woman named Karen. I was about to say it. the caucasity. Uh, <laughs> Sounds about white. Some palm trees. Um, <laughs> yes, like a like a work situation. Oh, I already know which one I'm picking. Um. Like a productive laptop with a latte, little overhead shot, and um, a little and cottage. Going, yeah, I'm going with the palm with trees. white picket fence and everything. Um, so mine's the laptop one with the coffee. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's yours? Oh, I picked the palm trees. Mm, makes sense. Um, what is your main goal for 2020? Um, to, to put more effort into my relationship, to work harder, to take more risks, or I don't have any goals. Well, you know, in 2020. (laughs) Right. I, I would normally say, let's take, my dog is, uh. I hear the sounds. He's having a grand old time jingling his, uh, (laughs) (laughs) his little tag. (laughs) How you doing over there, bud? He's having a good time. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to me. This is what I get. Um, yeah, I guess I'll say to work harder uh, mm-hmm. because I, you know, want to work hard cool. and taking risks for some reason in 2020 I have a bad feeling about. Oh, I was going to pick taking more risks. <laughs> Do it. I mean. I'm doing it. We'll see what happens. It's a completely normal year. I don't know why you wouldn't. Right. It's normal. I'm just, like, trying to, like, spice up my life a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, what does your dream house look like? Uh, this is a skyscraper. A skyscraper, <laughs> some cookie-cutter uh, we'll suburban s- houses, yeah. uh, something that looks like Joanna Gaines built it, and then <laughs> something that looks like the house they rob in the bling ring with the yes. big uh, shot, drone shot. Yes, yes, I, which I'm picking that one, by the way. Ah, okay. My dream yes. house is probably the Joanna Gaines one, mm, just, like, in sense. the middle of a city. Yeah. Okay, where would you love to travel to? Hollywood. I'm <laughs> happy where I am. Okay. Uh, New York City or a little cabin. Um, where would I want to travel Because traveling, ve- traveling is very uh, easy to do right now. Yes. So. I could easily travel to Hollywood. <laughs> I could easily, you know what, for some reason I feel like, like we should pick, like, I'm happy where I am. I'm, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but considering we can go anywhere we want to. I'm vibing on this little cabin. Yeah, um, I am too, actually. Um, I love a good cabin. Um, which animal makes you feel the happiest? <laughs> Flamingos, birds, dog, cat. <laughs> Those are owls. What? <laughs> She said, said flamingos. I said bird. birds. <laughs> are they? Are they not birds? I mean, they yeah. are. <laughs> they um, didn't. They 
did not <laughs> clock that those were owls. The flamingos are birds too. A lot of yeah, birds. I, I hate here. birds. Like, though yeah. I I I don't mind owls for certain um for bird. sorority related reasons. Um, <laughs> That's a good point. I I gotta say the doggo obviously because right. Uh, he he makes yeah. me happy. He's right here with me. Actually, I'm petting mm-hmm. his little his Love little that. ears right now. I am going for the owls because they seem like they would be too pretentious to hang out with me, and I'm okay with that. Not for sorority reasons, just as, like, the animal, like, the owl itself. (laughs) Okay, Sarah. (laughs) I painted you a lot of owls. You did. It was very sweet. I still have them. Um, Okay, so we got our results. This is Um, a yikes and a half. Same. What does yours say? You'll have kids. not any kind of reveal guys shut up (laughs) we're recording this on mother's day i think we mentioned that before but i just want to clarify i'm not just saying this wow you want to tell me something no (laughs) okay cool um i think mine might be (laughs) mine is more yikes um which is that ever (laughs) mine says in 2020 everything will stay the same (laughs) well it already has has it not (sighs) Okay, right, we can drop right. the bit. We, we can drop the bit. It, okay, everything is I on can't, fire. Can't be having no kids right now. <laughs> yeah. And then it has like a cute little neon sign with it that just says, today was a good day. Was it? I mean, was it? fine, BuzzFeed. That's okay. <laughs> no, so they're talking about opening the beaches on Wednesday, and I'm very excited. Um, be careful. I will, but... We're... S- we're starting like dine in with customers tomorrow. Yeah. So I don't think we're gonna have dine in for a while, but like Yeah. I think we're going fifty percent. But I mean we're just gonna stay I'm just gonna stay six feet away from the other people on the beach, but like I'm very excited to go to the beach. Like thrilled. Yes. Could not be happier. Yes. So stoked. Yes. Um This is a fun time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I also feel like it's almost pointless to ask, like, what movie are you looking forward to? Um, because of how, like, the same movie has been our response, you know, this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what movie are you looking forward to? You know what? It's not even a movie. Whatever. I am so excited for Space Force to come out Okay. on Netflix. I... That is a TV moment, correct? Mm-hmm. So that's... Okay. It's by the creator of... The office? I don't know. It's either The Office or Parks and Rec. Sorry, guys. Um, Isn't it the same, though? No. And they're not the same. Oh. Never mind, then. I don't know anything about TV, guys. Sorry. Um, uh, but, yeah, so it's Diana Silvers and Steve Carell. <gasps> what? Yes. I'm in. And And <laughs> have you not seen any of the promo for this? I've been stoked No. It. it looks so I... funny. It's basically, like... Steve Carell is a buffoon in charge of establishing the Space Force division of the United States government, which is something that Donald Trump announced a while ago. I love space, and I love Diana Silvers. That's it. I'm in. I think it'll be Um, very funny. It's coming out later this month. Yeah. I am very excited. So there is, you know, um, 
uh, speaking of shows, like the one of like few shows that I actually know about, uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. It's a show. Um, and Na- what is her name? Natalia Dyer. Natalia. And then, yeah, her. Um, she is in. So there is a short that she was in that I watched a couple of years ago called Yes, God, Yes. And there is now a feature film of the same name that was released, I believe, at South by last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, like, hasn't come out yet. And I think the trailer just was released. Um, and it looks so good. I'm not going to talk about what it's about because I would like for people to find out on their own. <laughs> Color me stoked. But it, it looks so good, and it's just a fun time to be excited about, you know, a trailer for a new movie yeah. again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just sitting here waiting on St. Maud to come out. I mean, I have three postcards. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so movies, you know. I think I'm going to go to a drive-in theater next weekend, possibly. That's exciting. Um, I wonder so, if they have one around here. I would very much like to. I'm sure there has to be. Yeah, I just haven't of heard movies. of one yet. If we have one. Well. We have, like, three. There's, like, three within driving distance. And I say that as if, like, nothing else in Indiana is within driving distance. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> yes. So, um, again, nothing is different about the world. Things are normal. So Thanks uh, for listening, guys. Thanks for giving thanks. us some of your <laughs> emotional bandwidth yeah. and time. Because we all have so much to spare these days. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, yeah, happy Mother's Day. It is Tuesday when, if people are listening to this, uh, it is far past Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, so but, congratulate you know, me on finishing law school year one. Yeah. Finishing? Like your son, Finn? Sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Um, <laughs> when we tried to record this the last time, there were a lot of, like, happy Star Wars Day moments. Um, mm-hmm. Because when we were trying to record last time, if that tells you guys anything, so it was happy all Star Wars Day, Happy Mother's yeah. Day, Happy every um, day in this normal, not weird life. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, where we are really funny right now. Mm-hmm. Um, at Cinema Rolls Pod. Also, like we mentioned all throughout this episode, you want a sticker? Become a Spider Fan uh, mm-hmm. for five dollars a month, or you can do just a dollar a month, and you can get just fun bonusy things too. Yeah, does not um, matter, man. Who knows? You might get Sarah Hanlos' reactions to all of the Resident Evil movies if you become a patron. Patreon.com forward slash Cinema Rolls Pod. Woo! Woo! We love you guys. Thank you. That's how the Cinema Rolls. Bye. Cue theme song. <laughs> <laughs>